Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius December 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Aquarius placement that you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius friend, so birthdays around February 15th through the rest of the sign, or Aquarius degrees around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Pisces report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this report 2024 sneak peek and 2023 wrap up. So we're going to talk about general energies at the end of the year that will affect you. We'll talk about specific energies that will affect you as an Aquarius. And then we'll talk about some outer planet movements that have been long-term themes throughout this year, in some cases even before, and that will also carry over into 2024 so that you can better understand these picture storylines from the outer planet transits. Outer planets are the ones further from us and wherever they're moving, they're there for a long time. So they bring these long-term themes. So we'll get into all of that. If you've been watching my reports for a while, you know I've been bouncing back and forth with doing the charts um, visually on my YouTube channel and then alternating with pretty picture screen shows um, so that I keep everyone happy. So I have a new idea that I'm going to try. I'm going to show the chart with some notes on it at the beginning here so that you can take some screenshots. I see that as I've been putting these together, they're not exactly fitting into the screen. You might have to take a couple of screenshots to get the full picture. Um, and then you can save that if you're someone interested in following with the chart. And then it will switch to a slideshow of pretty pictures for the rest of you. And if you don't want any visuals at all, you can find Annie Botticelli um, Astro Kisses podcast. And if you're on the podcast and you want to see the visuals, you can find me on YouTube. So here is the chart you can either take a screenshot or use your phone to take a picture of your computer or, ta- or tablet screen. And then this way you have the, um, the reference if you want to follow along in the chart. Okay, so let's talk about some general themes of December that speak to the energetics of the month. I always like to give you layers of the energetics so that we can weave together this picture of potentialities. The first thing that I'm very excited to share is that we finally have a positive shift in the sweet to salty aspect ratio. Okay, so I always talk about these sweet aspects being when the planets are getting along, those are mathematical configurations, when the planets are in a good accord. And it can bring lots of blessings and ease and harmony and, you know, opportunities. And then we've got the salty aspects, which is when they're in a tough aspect. And these can still also bring blessings, but usually it comes through pressure or challenges or nuisance things. So for three month, three-ish months in a row, September, October, November, we all had, gosh, just a lot more nuisance aspects compared to sweet ones. And so that shifts this month. So I'm very excited to report that. So there are definitely going to be lots more blessings. Um, I'm not going to be talking about the aspects in this particular report because since I'm giving the snapshot into 2024, um, that's where my extra time is going. But if you're a person that loves to know about the aspects, what they are, what you can expect from them, my favorite aspects of the month, the ones to be most awareful and careful of, you can head on over to AnnieHelpsYou.com and I will give you that um, 
URL again at the end of the report. And you can just put your email address right when you go there to um, join my free VIP community. And you'll get my monthly astrology write-up one month early and access to the archives where you can see my write-ups that include the sweet and salty dates and the favorable aspects and the challenging ones that are top on my list for you to know about. Okay. So we're not going to cover those here, but you can head on there and access those for free. Okay. So the next thing I'm excited about is that we are exiting eclipse season. So four to six weeks before and after eclipse season, the eclipses are in October. We've got the heat of the eclipse season, which brings lots of tangible movement on our karmic path the exiting of old stories, the beginnings of new stories, or the carrying along of storylines that are in process, big hellos, big goodbyes, a lot of drama in some cases, and sometimes things taking shape that you've been wanting to materialize for a long time. But whatever has happened for you, September, October, November, while we still have a little bit of a tail end of manifestations from these eclipses, for the most part, we're out of the heaviness of the season, and that is something to celebrate. So, you know, the feeling like you have your finger stuck in an electric socket, all of the uncertainty, the foreboding. By now, most of the stories or chapter, you know, pieces of information that are going to come from the eclipses have mostly taken shape. And now we're just going to continue along, you know, with the new normal that, that is coming from, you know, after the eclipses. So I, I think that that's something else to celebrate this month. We've had a lot of changes to our me, we sector and our my stuff, our stuff sectors. Um, you can review my September, October, November reports either through podcast or on YouTube to hear more about those active themes. If you want to understand more about that, um, you might see a little bit of that happening this month, but It's not the main theme as it has been for months. The next thing to know is that December delivers us right back into Mercury retrograde. So from October 7th through November 25th, we had a free open golden period, free from personal planet retrogrades. Personal planet retrogrades are when Mercury, Venus, or Mars are moving or appearing to move backwards in the sky. And those retrogrades come with lots of blessings, but they come with a lot of introspective, retrospective focus. So very much inwards and backwards. And it makes it a little bit hard to make a lot of plans, to see a lot of things ahead. It kind of takes us right back to to front and center where we are right in this moment. Um, And that's where we will be in December and most of January. But October and November we're full of not that. So forward movement, proactivity, you know, big decisions, life-changing, um, you know, purchases and sales and moves. And, um, you know, it's just a time that's more open for things that require a lot of paperwork or commitments or agreements. And now we're kind of moving into the time where it's a, you got to be a little bit more careful with things you agree to, because things will probably be a lot more short term or different than you expect them to be. Um, and it doesn't mean you can't make the agreements. It just means that If you're trying to commit to something that's very long-term in December, you might find that that commitment gets a little bit tight on you or it, you know, what you thought you were committing to, the circumstances could change, or maybe there's some fogginess around it. So, you know, it's just a time to have more caution with your agreements and to try to lean towards short-term or transitional agreements, um, 
and to over, you know, really look at paperwork and just to know that plans are going to change really quickly. And this is a little bit of a bummer because in the holiday season, we want to make big plans. We want to have our parties. We want to have our gatherings. We want to, you know, set up social time. People have off. You want to go to places and all of that is fine, but you will have a much better, easier, harmonious time if you know that things have to be flexible. So let's say you've got a week off around Christmas and you plan to go on a certain day to do something. Well, maybe it might turn out that that day is not great, but if you left flexibility in your plan and then you go the next day, you know, it's just a time where when you can add flexibility and options, it will be better because you will need to use those. The other thing that will make your month so much easier is to try to not hold yourself or others to things in pen. Make your as many of your plans as possible in pencil. Okay, so let's say you kind of can't get out of the fact that you're going to go see your family or somebody for the holiday. Maybe you can make a little bit of flexibility on the time or, um, you know, just something where you can leave room for the things that can and will likely come up. Now, that being said, this energy does lend itself to what I like to call last minute magic. So, you may find that all of a sudden you're whisked away on an adventure and there will be lots of adventure energies this month because of all the Sag placements. We'll talk about that soon. But, you know, last minute plans, flexible plans, um, double checking like your gate. This is the type of energy where, and you know, you really can travel during Mercury retrograde. People, people think that you can't, and sometimes it can be more chaotic and sometimes you may choose to avoid it if you can, but it, you know, Mercury retrograde can favor travel. It just changes plans and it gives more uncertainty, which sometimes adds to the stress levels. So let's say you're sitting comfortably at the gate at the airport and you think, okay, I'm all set. And then all of a sudden you realize five minutes before, you know, the plane's about to board that your gate changed and it's all the way at the end of another, you know, wing of the airport or something. I've had that happen in Mercury retrograde. So you can't get lulled into a false sense of security that everything's on track. You have to be a little bit more on guard and, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's a little bit more at this time. But it can definitely and will definitely be full of social gatherings, you know, energy, action, activity, um, you know, and a lot of lightheartedness, which, which we'll talk about here in a second. Okay, so Scorpio energies are going to linger a little bit longer um, than they usually do. Usually at the end of November, we transition out of with the sun moving from Scorpio into Sag, which will happen. That's still That happens the same time every year. But we do have Venus doing a full transit through Scorpio in the month of December. So we've had, you know, the energies of the eclipses, the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle, was really bringing September, even the end of August, September, October, November, just this really heavy, scorpionic, deep, transformative, emotional, um, you know, kind of cloak or fog. And that will continue as one of the layers of um, this month. But it's going to be definitely, you know, pushed into the backdrop with all of these beautiful Sagittarius energies taking center stage. So the sun, Mercury, and Mars will, uh, and Mercury going retrograde, Mercury will go um, be in Capricorn. You can see this actually on the chart if you want to look. Um, this energy is in the top left of the chart. Mercury's there in Capricorn. He's the one that has horns. <laughs> I just realized I didn't mark him, okay? But um, you can see it starts out the month in Capricorn, but when it goes into retrograde, he'll go back into Sagittarius as well. So we've got Mercury, the sun, Mars, 
um, the sun is the circle with the little dot. Mars is the um, circle with the arrow. That little question mark is actually a scythe, that um, thing that people use in cutting wheat. That's uh, star goddess Ceres. So we have all of that energy in Sagittarius. And for Aquariuses, this is really good news because Sag energies make a 60 degree angle with your energy, fire and air, great combination, speaks your language, lots of social opportunities, gatherings, inspiration, chances for learning and teaching. You may find you have a little time to go back to a course of study that you had. You may have an opportunity to teach or show someone something. You may go on a, you know, a language bender on one of your language apps, um, small trips, big trips, international connections, you know, just again, lighthearted, optimistic, especially compared to these Scorpio energies. It's, you know, and especially for Aquarius, this is the angle of opportunity. So these are sweet chances for blessings to redefine yourself and, you know, add some focus back into your physical body or appearance, how you're presenting yourself to the world. It's kicking some energy over to your, um, you know, to those energies of your chart. And there are some things to be concerned about in the way of overdoing and excess. So Sag, with all of its Jupiterian rulership, can tend to do things to the nth degree. I know this very well. I'm a Sagittarius with nine placements in Sag, <laughs> which is why I tend to be very excessive with everything I do. Um, but you will notice that this month, things will spiral. Things will be extra busy. You'll have a harder time keeping your center. You may have to take quiet time to kind of get out of the busyness of it all. You may have to set some boundaries. Um, and this is, you know, definitely a chance to overdo, overdo to the point where you get sick because you're not protecting yourself or you're, you know, eating food that you don't usually eat or, you know, partaking in other things that could be compromising your immune system. So it's just a time to, you have to actively really try to add some of this balance and center back because it's not going to be naturally there, <laughs> basically. The Capricorn energies are also going to enter the scene um, to bring some helpful realism to this excessive Sagittarius party. So you might be drawn to retreat out of party mode for a little bit here and there, you know, use the Cap energies to accomplish some important and tedious tasks involving wrapping up 2023 and preparing for 2024. You can also, you know, you can use this to get a leg up on uh, taxes or like business or other money planning or strategizing in wrapping up the year and also just planning your goals and reviewing the year and seeing how you did with the things you were trying to work on for yourself and in other arenas of life. And you can kind of start to get a little strategy together. Now your strategy probably will evolve because like I said, you know, this is a short term type of energy. So things that you intend to do now may experience shifts because, you know, if you're planning something in retrograde, a lot of times you get new information um, and, it, and it could shift, but it is a good time to start thinking about those kind of things. And this Capricorn energy can help. Something else on the topic of Sagittarius energies is that Jupiter goes direct December 31st. Okay. So while we always experience effects from every planet going retrograde or direct, I'm especially pointing out this one because Many things that slowed down or went dormant around September may noticeably be waking up this month. And even in anticipation of, you know, the end of the month of it waking up, you may start to see things even in earlier December starting to shift. Let's say you were working on a project in September and then you lost steam or something was cruising along and then all of a sudden it seemed to just go away. You know, if you had immigration paperwork or 
your passport or something where it just seems seem to disappear into the ethers, into the administrative scene, you know, you might start to see an awakening of these kind of things. And the same thing with courses of study, anything Sagittarius based, you might have started a course and then you got busy. Now this may be a time where those things are starting to light up again. For Aquarius, these Sagittarius energies light up your 11th house of Aquarius. Okay. So we have houses in astrology. If you're looking at the, um, the, the photos of the, um, chart that I, I put there, if you took screenshots of that, you can see those little pie pieces, those divisions that are marked one through 12. Those are denoting the houses. They're fields of experience that we have as humans. And as the planets move through these different areas, they light up those areas of life. So, Sagittarius planets light up the Aquarius areas of life. So that's friendships and groups and internet-based projects, community projects, whether um, it's an online community or an in-person community, like a community garden or a community, um, you know, chat or building new communities, uh, things with futuristic tilt, you know, technology, patents, things like that. Uh, friendships, acquaintances, groups, teams, large organizations, all of that, all of those are having life breathed into them with these Sagittarian passages. And in the days around December 12th, we've got that new moon at 20 degrees of Sag. Everyone can get goodies from that. But since this isn't a nice angle for you, you get extra goodies as an Aquarius. And if you are between 15 and 25 degrees of Aquarius, so that's around February 5th through February 15th, and the closer to around February 10th, the more you get the kiss from that moon. Okay, so I think we've covered the energetics and these layers of December very well. And now I want to give you a sneak peek into 2024, some major themes that will continue that have already been in process for 2023. So it's a 2023 wrap up. Maybe some of these insights might help you understand this past year better and help you prepare for 2024 more. So if you are looking at the chart, you can see, I'll just start with Pluto. Pluto is here at the nine o'clock position. If we saw this circle as a clock there on the left, if you've been hearing my reports, listen to my reports for a while, then you know, I've been talking about this intermittently because it's a very big deal. Pluto has been dancing along the end of Capricorn and the beginning of Aquarius. So having an outer planet, meaning the ones that are further from us and take longer to move around, having an outer planet in your sign is a really big deal because over the course of the years it's there, it will cross your um, placements and, you know, revolutionize your life. And even just the fact that it's in your sign, even if it's not yet touching your exact aspect or your exact placement you know, it's an activating force for all Aquarians and the energy of Aquarius in the world. So this is, um, you know, basically transforming, bringing birth, death, transformation, rebirth, Phoenix rising from the ashes, um, and pressure to grow or die. Now, usually this grow or die is figurative, not literal death. Um, sometimes those other themes of actual death or mortality or, you know, scares or someone's working with a situation like that, either for themselves or around them can actually come in. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's just figurative, you know, like the death of a business, the death of a relationship, the death of a way of being. Um, so, you know, you're looking at decades now where Pluto is influencing the sign. And if you're towards the end of the sign, you're not going to have Pluto cross your placements until 
could be decades from now. But if you're early in the sign, you know, then you're, you're really, really, really working with these Plutonian powers. But even if you're not early in the sign, you know, Pluto is giving you a chance. It's basically your own nuclear power plant of energy to use whatever you want to use it for whatever you want to. And a lot of this is also focusing on your physicality, your body, your relationship with your body, healing birth trauma, things like that. So these storylines will have been present all of this past year and will be present into 2024. Saturn entering Pisces earlier this year, it will be there from 2023 through 2026, um, is going to your uh, financial sector. So for Aquarians who have been really working on their finances, you may see that some of your financial dreams are taking flight now and that Saturn's long-term work ethic and consistency, if you've been, you know, being consistent and working hard, you may have your material dreams really starting to grow. Material meaning of earthly nature, but it could be like a garden, you know, something tangible, or it could be like a bank account. So the same energy that rules the growing of a garden rules the growing of your savings. And these are themes that you're going to be having. You've had them for 2023. They're going to be there for 2024 and beyond where you have a chance to materialize those dreams and goals and, and add structure to things involving your income and your material reality. This can involve earning more money or it can involve pressures in money that will help you to change your financial consciousness to be more of a vibrational match for the financial experience you want to have. Neptune has been working in that second house for you for many years, and you may have felt dissolving away of your finances or a spiritualizing of your approach to money. So now that Saturn and um, Neptune are there, they're working in tandem. So there's this process of spiritualizing and this process of materializing as it relates to your, um, your experience with the material world. Those themes have been present for a long time and they are going to be front and center for 2024. And actually, um, even into 2025, between 2025 and 2026 is when Neptune starts dancing into Aries, um, and, uh, you know, kind of bouncing back and forth between Pisces and Aries. So you are going to have these themes of spiritualizing your material approach for a long time. And there could be a dissolving effect, but Saturn can come behind here and help you to start to add structure to, um, to the places where things might have been dissolving away. Transiting North Node there at the bottom of the chart looks like headphones is showing us that all zodiac signs are moving towards their highest expression in this lifetime through exerting more energy of their individuality and tuning into their bodies. You know, so everyone is going through this couple of year learning curve of taking better care of physical vehicle um, and, you know, really tuning into the things that make you shine and what you have, your individuality, what it has to offer the world. And specifically for Aquarius, this is happening in the third house. So this has to do with communication. So some keys to your highest expression in this lifetime can be found with how you communicate, can be very much a part of writing, speaking, you know, publishing, researching, um, you know, how you communicate with others and how you experience others communicating with you. So those themes will be occurring. And then up at the top of the chart, we've got the opposing force, the south node, which is healing belief systems that have been limiting you and also 
trying to take some of the big picture and distill it down to tangible steps that you can take now to reach the big picture. Then we have Jupiter moving through the fourth house. This started in May of 2023. It will go through May of 2024. And this is an expansion of your home and family. This has to do with your um, houses, housing, real estate, your subjective experience of home. So for some people, expansion in the home will be a bigger house or moving to the country. For others, it can be from moving to a rural area to the city where they feel like they have so many more possibilities. You know, so it's a, it's a personal uh, subjective experience of expansion, but that's what's afoot for this year from May 2023 to May 2024. Uranus is also there, been there for a while, bringing some upsets and turbulence to and shocks to your home and family. Some people move a lot when they have Uranus moving through their fourth house. So if you've been moving over the recent years and you're saying, what the heck's going on? It could be Uranus. So, you know, this is a jostling force, um, but it can also be full of ideas and insights like lightning strikes of sudden insights about your home and your family and your childhood as it relates to your present and also sudden opportunities that materialize quickly. Okay, so if you're interested in learning more about what is going on now, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can put your email address in there to sign up for my free, free VIP community and get access to the archives of my newsletters, plus receive my new newsletters, get the monthly write, write-ups of each month, and plus, like lots of other free goodies. Also on that same page, AnnieHelpsYou.com, you can find um, my secret star portal where I've got tons of archived content and new content every um, month, including my written horoscopes. Um, you can now access, access those to the secret star portal. So you can see that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. And you can see my options for astrology education. That is really what I focus on with my work. And so you can see my astrology basics and beyond or my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. If you think I go into a lot of details in my free work, you should see what I offer in that course. So it's evolving. You get access to the free updates. You get access to a forum to ask questions. And I can teach you how to earn money from your love of the stars. So you can see that all of that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and rest of your year. And I'll see you next month and year. Okay, bye.